Hello and welcome to Master Your Mindset with your host Isis Foster. This is the place to be for anyone who is on a personal development journey. I will be sharing with you my own mindset hacks and personal past experiences. Please subscribe and share if you enjoy what I'm about to share with you and you've taken value from it. You never know who may need to hear it. Hey girlies and welcome back to the first episode of 2024. I am your host Isis Foster and I am so excited to take you on this personal development journey with myself this year. So at the beginning of every year so many of us have resolutions that we want to hit so many of us have goals and visions of things that we want this year to look like for ourselves and going into the year I've always believed there are two types of people there are people who hit those January blues after having weeks and weeks of celebrations over Christmas with friends and family social events everything and then there are those people that have taken that time to rest and they have got all of the energy ready to hit this year running so this podcast is actually for those who have got the January blues bad because I'll be completely honest with you as routine based as I am and as prepared as I like to be for upcoming situations this Christmas had zero routine for me I completely fell off the wagon I think I went to the gym once in three weeks for anyone that has been following my fitness journey you will know that I'm in the gym at least three times a week so it's all been a bit go 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 and to be honest with you, I just felt really burnt out at the end of the Christmas period. I was gagging for a bit of routine and some structure back in my life. But I have put together a little plan which I'm going to be taking forward into January and hopefully throughout the rest of this year. So this is something that I want to share with all of you. If you are feeling those January blues a bit thick right now and if you are feeling like you're in a bit of a space where you can't really kick them on your own, I really hope what I'm going to suggest to you is going to help you because nobody wants to feel like they're completely burnt out. Nobody wants to feel like they are feeling the blues for the whole of this month because it's just not a nice place to be in. So there are actually six things which I'm going to be using personally. And if you listen to any of these tips and you take them on board and you want to share them with me or you want to have someone to hold you accountable, please feel free to tag me on social media and show me exactly what you're doing um, from my tips. So the first one, and I know that this happens so much in the winter months because it literally is, especially if you have to physically go out to your workspace it's so dark when you are leaving in the morning and it's always so dark traveling back home. So not having that vitamin D and not having that sun on your body actually takes such a toll on you. And it's something which I know I'm going to be carrying forward. So on the first day of this year, I went to a spa I've never gone to a spa on the 1st of January ever before. I think up until this year, I've always been really hungover on the 1st of January. I know a lot of you girlies will be able to relate to that because we all love a big celebration for New Year's Eve. But this year, I actually went to a spa. I think this was the first year I wasn't hungover. 
I went to a spa and in this spa, they had this light room and I have never seen anything like it. If you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen the pictures from this. But they had literally eight sunbeds and the wallpapering behind was as if you were on a beach. There was beach hutch, there was sand, there was the sea. And then they had these huge lights, which don't actually affect your skin in a negative way. If anything, it boosts the serotonin in your body because it gives you artificial light but it's not like it's kind of like being on a sunbed but without the uv rays it was incredible i was just lying there looking at this wallpaper behind the deck chairs and i was thinking i would do anything right now to actually teleport myself to be in that place so i don't know how common these kind of rooms are in different spas around the uk but the one i went to was in weybridge if you want more details or if you're local to that area please do let me know and i can let you and i can tell you exactly where that spa was but it was literally incredible i sat there for about half an hour and coming off of that sun, um, sunbed, well, it was a sunbed slash deck chair i just felt so refreshed and i think sometimes we have to artificially give our bodies the things that it needs a lot of us after christmas can't financially afford to go on holiday or we don't have any holiday left to use with our job so sometimes the next best thing is to take it artificially from wherever you can so if you can get yourself into a light room please do it because it will help you so so much fresh air as well so Within the winter months, so many of us are just cooped up at home because it is so cold, isn't it? Like, who wants to go walk or run when it's pissing it down outside? Which, if you live in the UK, it will rain for basically the whole of December. So a lot of us will do events indoors. But something that I have realised, which helps so much, especially if you're working either at home or in an office, is to go and get that fresh air because the fresh air helps to stimulate nerves in your brain, which will allow you to create new thoughts. And have you ever been like stuck inside a room and then you've all of a sudden got a headache? Sometimes all you have to do is literally step outside, breathe in a bit of fresh air, come back and you'll feel like you're in a completely new headspace. So go on that walk. If you're a runner, go on that run. Suggest to meet your friends outside and do something outdoorsy because having fresh air is so good for your body. But obviously with fresh air and the cold air around you, our skin can dry up. So something which I have sworn to the gods above that I will do every single day is to moisturize. From a very young age, I have had eczema. As I've got older, I feel like I've progressively grown out of it. But there was a stage in my life where it was so bad to the point that like my eyelids would flake so much. I had sores like in the creases of my arms, behind my legs, on my neck. It was the most painful thing. But the one thing that got me through it was just moisturizing all the time. And it's so important that you do that in the winter months because the air is so, so cold and it will dry your skin out. And I know I'm not the only one who sat and binge watched so many Christmas films, so many series on Netflix, but I'm telling myself this January that I'm going to be swapping out a bit of TV time for reading. And I'm not saying to completely cut out TV because I find it so relaxing to watch TV, but I do think sometimes it's good for us to reduce the amount of screen time that we've got. And by reading... Rather than looking at a screen, you're actually using your brain to think about what words you are reading from a book. So definitely pick up a book this January, whatever kind of 
thing you're into, whether it be a self-help book, whether it be a story book, whatever it is, picking up a book and reading before bed is my go-to thing. So I will literally get into bed, journal for about 20 minutes, and then straight afterwards, pick up a book and read. And I'm not saying I do this every single night because that is just so unrealistic. But if you have got a bit of structure and a bit of routine, especially around bedtime, I firmly believe that this will actually help you sleep a lot better. I definitely used to be one of those people who would lie in bed, get all cozy, but then be on their phone for hours and hours and hours. And this actually made me feel so anxious in myself. When I looked at the time after I'd been scrolling, like hours would have passed. And I know that a lot of you girlies out there currently do the same. You can fall into that scroll hole and very quickly before long, you'll be panicking about how much sleep you're actually going to get before you have to wake up again. So if that is you, I highly suggest plugging your phone in a different room, setting that alarm so that in the morning when your alarm goes off, you physically have to get out of your bed, walk to turn the alarm off and by then it's too late because... I did it this morning. It's so easy just to snooze that alarm. But if you physically have to move your body and get out of that warm, cozy bed to turn the alarm off, it's very unlikely that you're then going to go back into that bed if you're already up. So give yourself a book to read at night. Create yourself a bit of a routine and get that structure back because it will help you so much. And sleep is the most important thing that you could do for yourself. If you do anything this year, just make sure you are giving yourself enough sleep. Everything that you do in your day-to-day life is a bright byproduct of how you have performed the night before in your sleep. Have you ever been in a situation where you've had a really bad night's sleep, you've tossed and turned, you've been thinking about a million and one things, and then the next day you don't feel like you can perform that well? Well, that's literally because you didn't sleep good at all. But on the flip side, when you have a really good night's sleep, you honestly feel like you can take over the world. And I think in situations like this, you really do have to listen to your body because your body will tell you when you need to rest and it will tell you when you've had enough rest like I've been in situations where I've been like I need to sleep for 10 more minutes and then I've looked at the time and it's been like another hour but I firmly believe that that's exactly what my body needed so you need to listen to your body in times of rest because it will tell you exactly what you need Something that also affects your sleep is caffeine. If you are a heavy caffeine drinker, this could be coffees, it could be Coke, like Diet Coke, Coca-Cola, any sort of drink that has caffeine in it, just reduce your intake a little bit, especially if you're an anxious person, because there's a high link between caffeine and anxiety. And I'm not an anxious person at all, but I can definitely still feel the effects of caffeine if I drink it past one o'clock. So I always tell myself that after lunchtime, I'm not going to have any kind of caffeine, especially not any kind of espressos or things like that, because I know that if I do do that, I won't sleep well that night. And like I said, everything is a byproduct of how you sleep. So unless you want to feel anxious and not have a very good night's sleep, don't drink caffeine after a certain time. Everyone's bodies are so different. So you need to find your threshold for yourself. But like I said, mine's around like lunchtime. So between 12 and two, that will be the latest point in which I will have any kind of caffeine because I know it's just going to have a detrimental effect on my rest. And now with social media, I have seen these being thrown around here, there and everywhere. I'm actually still yet to create my vision board 
but I have seen so many online and I firmly believe that this is a really good thing to do at the end of one year or the beginning of next. If you haven't done one yet, you're not alone because I still haven't done one either. And I'm actually going to be creating some content if you haven't done yours yet to show you how I'm going to do mine. So hang on for that because I like to have everything in a physical form. Some people like to do this digitally but I've seen a lot of people physically getting canvases and printing off photos or quotes or images of things that they want to achieve this year. And I know that this works because I'm looking around now. I'm in my beautiful flat. I've got time to myself. I'm healthy. I'm happy. And I just feel so content. And everything that I currently have now was exactly what I always longed for, for years before this. And every single year, my vision board would look almost the same. And if you've ever created a vision board before, you'll know that most years, unless you've ticked everything off there, you will hang on to a few things that you've got on there. And vision boards are a great way to bring you back to the ground and say like this didn't work last year but maybe I'll try it again this year and it's a clear way to have an image and that vision of what you want for that coming year in front of you so there are two ways to do it you can either do it manually so you can get like a canvas print off images stick them all on or you can do it digitally there's loads of templates on canva that you can use there are loads of different tools and techniques which you can embed into your digital vision board and if there's one piece of advice i could give to anybody who is planning on making a vision board don't feel like anything is out of your reach i hate the term when people say oh be realistic or like that's not going to happen. Like you need to make it more realistic to your life. If anybody says that to you, genuinely cut them out of your life because there is no such thing as realistic. I have known people who have wanted crazy things and in my head, I kind of thought, oh wow, like that's a big goal, but I have seen them smash it. So if there is something that you want, no matter how crazy people around you think it is, if you have that vision of you being able to achieve that in your mind, there is a reason why you have that vision in your mind. And people achieve crazy things every single day. So if there is something you want, get that damn thing on your vision board, whether that be in a physical format or a digital format, get that on your vision board and don't quit on that one thing. Just because somebody can't see that vision for you doesn't mean that you cannot have that vision for yourself. When people put limiting beliefs in your way, that is because they believe that of themselves. They believe that they could never achieve that thing. Hence why they're telling you that you can't ever achieve that thing. So do not be put off by people around you. I firmly believe that this is an exercise which should be done in private. I'm very much, I want to achieve that and then I will talk about it. But I know that there is also so much power in being held accountable on these things and sharing those visions with those around you. So however you want to do it, whether you want to keep it open or you want to do it in a private setting, just do what feels right for you and only share what you feel comfortable with sharing. There will be people 
out there who don't believe in vision boards, who just believe in taking it one day at a time and just getting by, absolutely fine. But if you are somebody who wants to create a vision board, please, please, please just do it. And even if you want to keep it private, just keep it locked up somewhere so no one can see it. And only you need to reference back to it. I firmly believe that it is so helpful in the harder days. Like we are all going to have days where we struggle throughout this year. And it's in those days that you need to look back at your vision boards. Because there's days where I've reflected back on previous year's vision boards. And I've ticked off so many things. Which when I created the vision board I never thought I would actually achieve. So it's a good reminder of how far you've come to have a vision board to look back on. And just to round up this podcast, I know there's a lot of people who will be going back to work this week. And I know that having such a long period of time off where you have been socializing, you've been drinking and eating more than you normally would, you've just been having a really good time, which is what life is all about. First of all, I just want to say that I don't want anyone to feel guilty for doing any of those things because we are all entitled to having fun. We're entitled to making memories with our loved ones. And that is actually what Christmas is all about. It's designed to bring everyone together and just to be able to relax and have a break from the day-to-day life that we all live. So if you've done all those things and you are feeling like the January blues are coming in thick and strong right now, I promise you that you are stronger than those January blues. It's just going to take a little bit of time to get yourself through them. It's going to feel a bit hard because you are so used to having, let's say you've been off for two weeks, you've had a couple of weeks to completely relax yourself and now you're going back into an environment where you're being told what to do or you've got to hand in a project by this date. It's a lot to take on board. So just take it as slow as you need to if you've put pressure on yourself to hit certain goals by certain dates, please release that pressure. The goals will be hit when the goals are hit and adding pressure to certain components of your life will kind of actually slow you down. So if all you do this January is just get by and just make it to February, then I am super proud of you because that's all you need to do. Life is literally what you make it. And I really hope that this podcast has made your January a little bit easier. If you are going to use any of the tips and techniques that I've shared with you, I would absolutely love to see them in action. So please feel free to tag me on Instagram at IsisFoster1 and show me what you are doing this January to help you kick those blues. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week.